Okay, everybody, I have a very good friend of mine here today, uh, Maria. Her and I have known each other for a long, long time. Uh, she runs multiple companies and she's got a lot of entrepreneurial spirit. So, you know, I just want to sit down during this time and really, you know, speak to her and find out exactly what she's been doing uh, and how she's helping out people. So, uh, welcome, Maria. Hello. How Thank you, you for having me on today. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So excited. So yeah, tell me, you know, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about, you know, what you've been doing, you know, how you've evolved over a period of time, so. Um, okay, so I, right now, I have Airbnbs, so I have them in Calgary, okay. and I have three properties over there that I do Airbnbs from, and I also am an energy practitioner, so I help people out with um, hypnosis, Akashic Records, readings. Um, Reiki, so I do things like that to help people out. Mm -hmm. And right now with the Airbnbs, I have people that are actually frontline workers that are staying at them. Yeah, so helping those guys out. Oh, that's 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 amazing in Calgary, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So you know, outside of that, you know, I know. Why don't you talk a little bit about some of your other businesses that you have, and in, in you know, and what what you've been doing over the last few years. Uh, like what I've had before and then evolving into this? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so um, I used to own Tiamo Decorating and then that got sold. Like I had a little change in life, sold that company and that's what kind of went into doing more of the energy work and being a property owner, mm -hmm. renting things out. So that's how everything kind of just changed and shifted and that's why I'm where I am today. And I'm doing, I'm actually doing my passion. I love helping people and transforming their lives. So I'm really happy and I'm enjoying my life. Awesome. So, so what, what have you been doing to help these people, uh, you know, transform their <laughs> lives, you know, talk to us a little about that. I'm going to tell you the truth. I've been getting calls from everybody from all kinds of things like stress because of money. They don't know what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. um, stress because they're stressed out from having the kids with them all day. They're going crazy. Yeah what can you do? Um, yeah. and especially this homeschooling thing, it's hard for a lot of parents with younger children. So that's all very stressful for them. So they've been calling me about things like that. Relationship issues right now are on an all time high, unfortunately. So they've been calling me about that. A lot of people are unable to sleep because they're so nervous and high anxiety because of everything. Yeah. So I've just been helping them with things like that. So I've been doing hypnosis sessions reading sessions, just um, stress relief for anxiety and helping them that way. Yeah, yeah. So what, what's the number one question, though, that you think you're getting asked by, by your clients right now, if you had one question? One question? But um, is for stress, they're very stressed out. Anxiety. Okay. Yeah. So I just help them with shifting that okay. energy and telling them different things they can do instead of staying in that mindset of being... Mm -hmm. stressed out and mm -hmm. all like they just feel really like they just want to stay in bed and cry yeah. so instead of staying in that energy like shift watch some funny movies go for a walk eat healthy don't start eating all junk food just because you're at home yeah um, yeah it's important to, it's important to exercise breathe get out a little bit i know that we're not allowed to go places but at least go outside for a walk or something yeah yeah, I mean, some of the things that I've been doing is really trying to stay in my routine. Um, I used to get up at five, so I'm not doing that now. I'm getting up at six. 
Um, but you know, waking up, um, doing my self meditation or self hypnosis in the morning to get my mind really, really clear. I don't touch my phone for the first half an hour to hour, depending on, you know, uh, working out and showering, uh, really been eating, uh, a lot better. I've lost like 13 pounds over the last, uh, six weeks going for walks, but, you know, really changing my environment, uh, you know, especially when I'm writing content or when I'm speaking to somebody, if I feel like I'm in a rut, like I'll get up and I'll go upstairs and, you know, just take a minute and then come back down and, and really, because people don't understand, like when, when we're around our environments in our homes, like our homes have become gyms, daycares, school, um, you know, family time, it, it's become everything, right? And so because of that, um, you know, I think a lot of people realizing, you know, maybe my home is not what I thought it was, or I, I'm in more in love with my home because, you know, I have this big kitchen and, you know, like using different rooms that have versatility, like a dining room can be, you know, the place where kids can, can create and do homework and you can work there. Uh, but you know, the kitchen is always going to be the place where you guys are going to eat. So like just kind of segregating that, uh, it does so much for your mind. Right. And so, you know, that's been helping. And then obviously, you know, reaching out to people and helping people and talking to people, uh, has been really good for me. So yeah, that's why I really want to sit down and talk because I think a lot of people are struggling and I find that my business and what I'm doing is flourishing because of this, my mindset, right? Reaching out to people, giving them the advice, because, you know, if you sit there and you're watching the news all day, like I watched the news for like 15 minutes last night and I had to turn it off to something else because it was, it was horrific just to watch some of the stuff that they're reporting and they're not reporting on anything that can be positive, right? Because that, you know, negativity unfortunately sells and that's the narrative that they're really giving. So yeah, this uh, really trying to, you know, focus more on positive and what I can do to help people. I mean, by the same time, like at, even when I'm delivering stuff about real estate or I'm helping people, I know this is a serious situation. So I'm not taking it lightly. I know people are dying. This is very serious, but there's a positive way that you can help out people by still taking it serious and having, you know, putting precautions in place and, and, and doing things smartly. Right. So. Exactly. And I have a feeling that you're going to be very busy because <laughs> I know it's true because I didn't even like rethinking my properties that I have. And I'm going, I think I need more self-contained because if things like this happen, I need to have like places that I can rent out that are just per family because yeah. It might be better in the long run because I don't know if I want to be like smarter with my properties. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're right. People, I don't know. Now that you really start to understand that your house is like important, like where you live, like you want it to fit yeah, like so for everything. I've had a lot of conversations with people. They're like, you know, I, you know, I need to upsize, right? And I'm like, do you need to upsize or do you need to right size? And they're like, mm -hmm. by that, I'm like. You know, maybe you, you started that side business now that you always love because you're sitting at home and you're not working. And so now you need a different space to, to do that. Or, you know, someone's gone through a life-changing event. You're going to bring somebody in. So maybe you need a finished basement. So you don't need a bigger home. You just need the right size home that fits what's going on. You know, there's people sitting around here right now. And they're like, you know, I have a new kid on, on the way. So, you know, I need that extra space. So they might be looking outside. There's, there's so many reasons why. Um, but you know, I have a lot of people ask me, you know, should I buy, should I sell? And I, I say, listen, it's all relative. This is just amplified. The reason why people move and buy and sell and invest is they're trying to solve a problem and they're either trying to, you know, make a decision to gain pleasure or to avoid pain. 
And so, you know, a lot of reasons why people move is, you know, some people might be getting divorced, so they need to downsize or need to move. Uh, people have a, a new addition to the family or they, they want that, you know, loved one uh, on the family to live downstairs. And so that's their motivation and reason why to move. It's, but it's just more amplified now. But at the same point, if you need to sell right now, like I know a lot of people are saying, you know, you've got to wait to get top dollar, but it's all relative. If you sell in this market and you have to buy, you're going to buy in the exact same market. If you're buying in a hot market, you know, uh, you're selling in a hot market. If you're selling in a, in a buyer's market, you're buying in a buyer's market. So it, it's relative to what's going on. It's what suits you and a really good professional is going to really understand what is the best thing for you, provide you the advice, put a plan together and have a process and make sure that, you know, you can execute on it to get what you're looking for, right? So now it's just amplified because safety is paramount, right? Uh, safety is so important and it has to be number one where, you know, in the past, you know, we, we would take things for granted and go show like 15 homes. Now I'm showing like two or three homes to somebody before they would put an offer. Really? Yeah. It's changed that much. That's amazing. <clears throat> well, it, it's changed because of the dynamic, right? And so, you know, people don't want to go see 15 homes anymore. Uh, I try to narrow it down to like five, but you know, sometimes, you know, you lose out on some homes, uh, you know, it was a very aggressive market, uh, at the start of the year, like it was a very hot market. And, and even though now, you know, transactions are down across the GTA and York region, price hasn't moved that much. So, and, you know, there's a lot of, uh, narratives out there on what's going to happen. And it, you know, for me, it depends on a lot of things. It depends on interest rates, you know, uh, employment rates, oil, there's so many things that, you know, and, and how long it's going to take us to get back to work uh, and back to the new norm, because we're not going back to where we were. I don't care what anybody says. People are going to be, you know, wearing gloves and masks and being very cautious before, you know, it's going to take us a while to get into a new comfort zone. But, you know, with technology, we're lucky. Like I've told people before, if this happened in 1990, can you imagine like, you know, and this, just, just from real estate, it's changed. You know, before you were signing in person, now you can sign digitally. Before you were showing like tons of homes in person, now you're you're virtually showing or you're doing 3D tours and only showing that one or two or three properties that people like. Um, you're doing face-to-face -face Zoom meetings like this, um, you know, for listing appointments. Like there's so many things that are going on right now. And I'm sure you see it in your business. Like you can help out people through a Zoom like this, right? And you feel like you're actually there, which is amazing. Like, you know, it is. 20 years ago, we didn't have this technology, so. Yeah, it's quite amazing. Is uh, So the people that haven't caught on with the technology thing, now they're being thrust into it. So they have yeah. to. Yeah. And yeah, no, and actually I'm enjoying it too. It's not like I enjoy doing these Zoom calls with people and yeah. talking to them and helping them out in that way. It's yeah. great. And even like yeah. this is yeah. awesome also. Yeah, like likewise, like I've been, you know, constantly talking to people, at least 10 to 15 people a week like this, just talking about their situation, just even seeing how they're doing people that I haven't connected with for 10, 15 years. Um, it's amazing. But I have seen, you know, people's true colors through this, you know, what people are really striving for and what people really want to help and what people are, are, are more focusing on themselves. So that that's coming out to light too. So, you know, maybe what are the top three tips you think people that you're giving to people or some of your clients that really keep people mentally healthy and sharp right now? Like what, what are some of the things that. Three tips. Yeah. Um, 
one of the things I say is be good to yourself, be kind to yourself. Don't be hard on yourself because a lot of people, they're like being extra hard on themselves. They're saying, oh, I'm not doing enough or I'm just, but it's okay to not be doing all kinds of things. Like you don't have to be clearing out your whole house and doing all these courses. You don't have to be doing all these Zoom calls. You can take the time for yourself too. So be kind to yourself, self-care. It's important too. Yeah. Um, what else? What would be my third tip? But th this um, with that, I think it's, I, I find it really important that, you know, a lot of people, not necessarily people will go up and say to somebody else, uh, you know, wow, you've gained weight or yeah, you don't look good today. You know, I, I mean, that happens, but most times we will, people wouldn't do that. Like I know I wouldn't do that, but yet we're hard on ourselves. So what, you know, I think success and mindset starts with, you know, accepting who you are and then, you know, taking small positive changes for it. Like, Right now, like number one word out there is pivot, right? Everybody's saying pivot this and pivot that and stuff like that. And um, I had a hockey coach when I was younger, I always used to say, keep your head on a swivel. And, you know, for me being a goalie, uh, it was really about, you know, keeping aware of your surroundings and what was happening is like really reading the play. And, you know, that's really helped me now is like, you, you don't need to make a 180 degree shift in what you're doing. You just got to make small changes. And so, yeah, I have a post coming out there this, speaking this specifically on that and how I've made small changes and it's, it's really benefited um, my business, right? So, uh, and benefited helping out people. So yeah, just really, you know, take care of yourself and, and accept who you are and things that you want to change. Just start with like five, 10 minutes. Like you want exercises, start with a 10 minute walk or a 10 minute you know, little exercise and, and do that every day and build up the next week to 15 minutes. It's okay not to work out for 45 minutes, right? Everybody always wants to go to the extreme. The extreme it's true. Right? And it's not the extreme change. It's the small accumulation of the small changes that builds momentum and really makes big change over time. You're absolutely correct. What's another tip that you have for, uh, you know, people? Um, you know what? Watch funny movies. Everyone's watching, you know what I've been noticing? They're watching pandemic movies. And you're yes. going, why are you watching pandemic movies? Like, no, watch, because then that thing, the fear starts getting instilled in their head, and the news, don't watch the news all the time. It's, yeah. You were right about the news, like, because people have been watching the news, they have that on all the time in their homes. They're watching these scary movies, pandemic movies, zombie movies, the craziest stuff. No, watch some funny stuff. Like, yeah. shift, like, that's how you end up shifting your thoughts and things like that if you start putting those things in your head then you start getting in that black mindset so you don't want that happening you want to be in that positive frame of mind you want yeah. to like put good things in your head because your thoughts are everything too 100 100 i mean there was a time there that i was waking up like at uh, three four o'clock for like a couple days straight and you know i started doing some um, sleep meditation before I went to bed and, and got rid of it. Like, I mean, there's a lot of negative energy going on right now. Right. And so people really got to focus on the positive stuff. So yeah, I, I like I watch the news, but only just to get the main points and come up with my own interpretation of what's going on. Cause it's always negative. Like I put a post last year when I was on vacation, like, you know what, like negative negativity sells. People want to hear the negativity on how somebody you know, was up here and down here. And so like trying to move that away, but comedy right now, uh, I mean, you know, watching funny movies, um, you know, 
just bonding with your family and your loved ones right now and like playing cards or Monopoly or whatever board games and like, uh, you know, I know a lot of people have been doing these quarantine birthdays and there's apps out there where you can play games online. Like, like those are the, you know, fun things that, that, that you can still do and kind of, kind of go back to like when you and I were growing up, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sebastian Maniscalco has an awesome skit about, you know, company, you know, when people used to come over, used to love company. Now somebody rings your doorbell and you're like, who is it? Like, don't answer the door. Right. And so, you know, like this, this associating with the people around you and focusing on positive stuff. Right. So that's, that's, that's key. So how about another tip? Be in the moment. <laughs> okay. Totally being in the moment, not worrying about the future and stressing over what's happening. Some people are keep on thinking about the past, what's happened to them in the past. The yeah. past is the past. It's already happened. If there are sad things, there are sad <clears throat> things. Those memories that you have are great and stuff like that. But be in the moment. Be there for yourself right now because you have that moment right now. You have it there. Take advantage of it. Go give your kids that extra hug if you have kids. Give that family member a call. Take care of you. Be in that frame, that time frame. Don't worry so much about what's going to happen because it's going to be there. It's coming. Yeah. Here now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something that I struggled with, uh, you know, for a time, you know, always chasing that next sale or the next person that I want to help with and keeping like, so now like at the dinner table, the phone is not with me when I, it's time for my kids, you know, to spend time with them. It's putting down that phone um, and, and keeping it. So for me, it's, it, it's an, a dopamine fix, right? Like we all have it. And so I keep it out of the way, right? It's like, even me with eating properly, like I, like, like putting stuff that I shouldn't be eating in a place that I don't go to often just changes that. Right. So yeah, just keeping that away and definitely doing that is, is, is important. Right. So being in that moment, so that way you can basically cherish that. Right. So a lot of successful people will work to a certain time. And then after that time, that time is sacred and setting their boundaries. Right. And so, you know, <clears throat> I've done that too with some of my clients. This is like, Hey, you know, Thursday night is my kid's night or I have hockey. And so I, I can't help you. Right. And so you're going to have to wait till tomorrow. And if that's not the case, then I'm not the professional for you. I will work hard when I need to, but there's got to be boundaries. Right. And I think because of technology and how fast paced our society is, those boundaries have, you know, been blurred. And so it's up to us to really stand, stand for that. Right. So. Absolutely correct. You're yeah, it, it, it's tough. Right. I mean, I don't want to say here, like there's days like Tuesday was a terrible day for me. Like the first half of the day, it's like, you know, uh, didn't gain momentum, had certain things that I needed to, to happen. Uh, you know, lost, lost the deal, uh, that, 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 uh, we decided, uh, not to, you know, up our offer and, you know, you get so caught up in just trying to be everything imperfect that, uh, you know, you know, you're hard on yourself again. Right. So, uh, it's okay. It's, those are the days that really separate what makes you success in your eyes, than the, the, the not having success is how do you get through those days when everybody's motivated and I want to sit there and do videos. It's, uh, it's easy. It's the days that you're not motivated or things haven't panned out is how do you keep yourself motivated? How do you help out other people? How do you have gratitude and, and appreciate what's around you? Um, you know, like, for instance, this, this scenario, we can look at this and be, you know, 
take appreciation that we're home, we can spend more time than we, we wanted, and still be able to work and connect with people that we never connected with before. Uh, I find that's a lot easier. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's good. It's exactly like doing this. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was, I was thinking about, you know, should we do this today or not? I couldn't get my virtual background. So I'm downstairs here in the basement working. Uh, I have my, uh, I call it my COVID uh, real estate cockpit. So I have my, uh, you know, my screens up and I'm ready and I'm doing all my analysis and helping out people. So, but this is life, right? I mean, you want social and kids are running in the back and noises going around and there's nothing wrong with it. That's, that's life. We're at home and you know, uh, it's genuine it's normal and it's authentic. Right. So. I think it's good. This is how, you know what? How can I say it? It's like, um, making the best of the moment. Yes. And we're just doing it. Like we could be watching TV and watching Netflix right now, but we're not. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we want to do though. It's okay if someone else wants to do that, but we're in a different kind of thing. We want to do other yeah. things. This is always looking this at is happiness. Uh, looking at things that don't pan out or that are not good at that time and how you make it into a positive, right? Uh, I think is key. Exactly. You know, I, I have so many people like people in my real estate team, you know, uh, Matt Stallone that does a lot of my videos and they call me the book of sayings. I'm always positive. I'm not always positive. I'm not. I don't always feel like that, right? There's days I feel like you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Maybe I should be doing something else and, or, or I'm hard on myself because I'm not where I want to be. And so, you know, I, I, I've gone to focusing on how many people I can help and not how many transactions I can make in a year. And so that, that's really, you know, shifted me too. Uh, that's a new thing that I started in 2020. I know so many memes out there people are like you know uh can't wait for you know the second chapter or part two of 2020 to start and yeah it's been a rough start of the year you know there's yeah. we've lost a lot of people there's been a lot of tragedy tragedy in the world uh, this virus whether people think it's conspiracy real or whatever is uh you know uh really affected our world but you know there as much as there's negative things happening i think there's going to be positive things that come out of this right um, it's not about money, but you know, you know, during the great depression, the most millionaires were made, you know, in 20, 2008, you know, WhatsApp, Uber, uh, Pinterest, they all started during, you know, the economic downturn in the United States. Right. So it's all how relative you look. And, and I've had some people that around me that have lost people to COVID. Okay. So it is real, like, like yeah. this is real. And, um, once again, not taking it lightly, but you know, it's up to us to be in the moment. Like, are we going to think in a positive and, and take precautions and do the right things and help all people? Or are we going to sit there and be negative? Right. Cause <clears throat> I know a lot of people are struggling right now, uh, financially and, and stuff like that, but there's a lot of people that are genuine out there that want to help out people. So they, they really need to look at that. Right. So. It's true. And then what you touched on one point, that's really important. It's being stressed. So the more higher your stress is, the more higher your anxiety, the more your immunity goes down. So if you keep in that low stress and your like, sorry, high stress and high anxiety yeah. and scared and everything, your just your immunity starts going down and you want to keep it up. You want to be able to fight whatever is going around. Yeah, hundred percent. In any time, even when there's not the virus and things going around, it's you'd want to keep yourself healthy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I watch a lot of Tom Ferry. He's a real estate coach, and he says you need to have your meds. You need to uh, meditate, exercise, diet, and sleep. So this is true. Meds daily, right? So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I, uh, what he says. So, so how about one last tip before we uh, wrap this up? And uh, <laughs> one last tip. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? Take responsibility for yourself and your, how you behave too because a lot of people they're together in one home mm -hmm. and they say oh it's that person's fault that we're fighting it's that person no you guys have to take responsibilities for yourselves if you start yeah. each taking responsibility for, you're not you're going to start having like more of a an easier way all together i think yeah. that's a big thing that people are having issues with yeah if somebody wants an amazing book uh that talks about you know how to deal with negotiation which we deal with everything in our relationships with our kids in business uh it's called never split the difference by chris foss and it really talks about how to mirror people use tone uh use tactical empathy even with disagreeing with somebody uh to really get negotiation he used to be an fbi negotiator hostage negotiator and it's an amazing book uh so yeah i mean you can get it you can read it you can do what I do, audio, I, audio book. I love my audio books while I'm walking or working out and stuff like that or driving to go see the kids. And so awesome. Okay, so I have one question for you then. Okay, okay. Ah, okay, so <laughs> I bet you everyone's been asking you this. Mm -hmm. What do you predict for the market now for the rest of 2020? So, like I said, it depends on, on various factors, but this is what I believe about real estate. Uh, in, in the GTA. We are a city where people want to be at, okay? We have, we had anticipation of one, one million uh, people that were going to come and, and live into the GTA that don't, don't live here right now, right? Uh, we have big businesses that are opening up here. Why? Because we have a creative class, okay? Uh, creative class was a book written by uh, Richard Florida. He's an American that, you know, uh, teaches at the University of Toronto. It was written uh, about a decade ago uh, or a little bit longer. And it talks about the creative people that create uh, ideas and wealth within an economy. And Toronto is one of them. Okay. And that's why Toronto in 2008 uh, didn't have that economic downturn, even though it was in the U.S. It didn't really, you know, uh, happen here like it has done in the past because of the number of people, the creative class of the people coming here. So we have a lot of people that want to come live here. That's number one. Number two, with that creative class, uh, we also, these people need a place to live, you know, like right now, you know, why are homes still happening? Life is still happening, but people ha need a place to live. And so uh, with that, we don't have as much land, you know, as people think we do. Right. And so builders right now that we're planning to build, like all these pre-construction projects that I was promoting that are now put on hold because of what's happened, you know, uh, you know, these developers are smart. They're not going to just go and start selling it now. They're going to wait till it's the right time. So they're going to wait with that. We're not going to have as many new homes coming. Right. I see uh, an increase in people looking to rent <clears throat> because Either they're going to sell their home or the ones that we're going to look at buying, they're going to continuously rent. And, you know, with that, uh, I think inventory will stay low. And I still think there will be enough eventually buyer confidence eventually that's going to keep prices, you know, uh, more steady of where they're at. Do I see maybe some prices dropping, maybe 5 10%? 
depending on how long we're here, it could happen. It depends on how long we're, we're going to stay in this quarantine, self-isolation, how, when, when the economy starts. But in the long run, like I had a client that needed to buy, went through a life-changing event last year, settled that, now had to buy. And, you know, he said, listen, I could save five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 and wait till August, but I might not get that opportunity to buy the condo that I'm looking for. I'm going to be here for 10 years. And in 10 years, I believe, based on what I see, that the home, this condo is going to be worth more than what I bought it today. So that's, that's what I'm worried about. Everybody's trying to time the market when it's low and it's high, like even the you know, uh, stock market. So I believe Toronto real estate will be strong in the long term. You know, there might be a little dip in the short term. It, once again, depends on how long we're here. But uh, it depends on what people do with their finances as well, right? That's absolutely true. You have people right now that have deferred mortgages, right? Getting a CERB. And I know some of those people are not saving that money or are still working and they got deferral, but you know, their business has gone down. They're going out and buying stuff that they don't need right now to make themselves feel good instead of keeping that money. Right. And so down the road, that's going to affect them. I know the banks do not want to own property. They want to sell it. They want, they want the interest rate. Right. And right now, doesn't matter what people say. The banks are making money, right? They're, they're getting money from the bank of Canada lower. Yes. Interest rates came down, but they're saving money from what they're, what, what they're getting at the overnight rate. And now people, they're being cautious on who they're lending it out to, and they're going to make money on the spread, right? Same reason why it's a deferral, but the interest is going back on your principal, right? They're getting that money back. Yeah, of course they are. They're not going to be like saying, oh, we're going to take a hit. They're not taking any hits. I know that. Yeah. And, and one thing that people are not talking about, I think it was like eight record quarters that they, they produced, you know, uh, greater results and that they were making money, right? So they could have taken a hit, but they didn't. Like, you know, it was saying, hey, you know what? We're, we're here to help you and stuff like that, but interest is still accruing on people's uh, line of credits and, and credit cards and, you know, on the interest. Now, I know, I know there are financial institutions that have forgiven some of the interest, so I'm not, they're not all the same, but, you know, at the same time, it really depends on what people do with their money, right? Um, and, you know... Like right now, landlords, it's difficult, right? Some of them are not getting their money for their rent. If they're not getting a rent deferral, like uh, how, how do they continue on with these properties? And this is not people that own like two or three properties. It could be somebody opening one property, right? So you were smart. You swiveled. I'm not going to say pivot. And you, you, you went and you, you gave it, uh, get, get, probably getting a wage subsidy to put in frontline workers into your properties, which is smart. That's that's why I love dealing with you, you know, very entrepreneurial, uh, you know, creative and doing ways. Uh, I know, I know other people that have done that, that had Airbnbs or had a tenant in there that has left and now have done that to the frontline workers and getting a subsidy, but it's up to us. You can't always go to the government to support us. We have to take that. So, uh, to get back to your question, I think real estate is going to be, uh, strong. Um, and you know, for the long run, uh, you got to look at it as a long-term investment, right? So um, people are thinking, oh, it's going to go down 30, 40, 50%. If, if real estate went down 30, 40, 50%, and the bank's calling you now and saying, you know, your million-dollar home is now worth 500 and you had a $700,000 mortgage, where are you coming up with that $200,000 if, if they're going to call you on it? Because they don't think the home is worth, right? So it, it, 
it's it's gonna it's a very unique time like uh you know for me to sit here and tell you exactly how things are gonna be and but i think in the long run for sure i i believe that real estate will be strong uh in the gta new york region for those reasons i i mentioned before right very good it's good to know thank you but but you know i will say you know there's so many predictions out there and they've changed so much from the beginning to the end of april like people are like, oh, you know, housing markets got a brace for a downturn, and now it's saying, oh, it's going to be steady from 2009. Now it's going to say by the by the end of this year, going into 2020, it's going to go up seven seven percent. But um, I would have loved to see if all these people would have said in in January and February that we were going to have a pandemic, and the huge increases that we were had in the first two months and the start of March, okay. Uh, to the point where we had like 30 to 40% more sales in some areas and 12, 8 to 12% uh, increase in the average prices in some areas across the GTA New York region. And then all of a sudden, overnight, because of pandemic, slow down to have, you know, anywhere between 65 to 85% of transactions slow down, but prices still remain uh, level from where they were at the, at the start. Because of that, we were headed into a very hot spring, like a spring from 2017. Like it was geared up for that. I had wow. people that were looking to, you know, now now they're holding off because they don't <clears throat> they don't know what what's going on with their employment. So if somebody would have told us that, I want to know who that person is because then I want that person to tell me what stocks and what 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 real estate to buy, right? Like, it's true. don't we can't predict the future. We we can look at the past and see how things. Uh, have affected but most people <clears throat> that are living right now I never lived in 1918 I don't know what it's like to live through a pandemic like this is new for us right uh, yes. and and it's a different pandemic like it's you know we, we are so more connected than than back in 1918 now right people are flying all over the place technology so you're absolutely correct if anyone's looking for a knowledgeable agent <laughs> Yeah. You are one of them. <laughs> you are very knowledgeable and you know what you're doing. That yeah, I, I, I'm just here to help people, right? And really understand, you know, all the reasons well. And, you know, if now's not the time to help you out, you know, maybe future is, right? So it's just about having conversations. So. Yeah, no, you're right. It's true. But you always listen to the clients and you do what they'd like you to do. You don't say, oh, no, you have to do it this way. You know, you actually listen to what they'd like and you help them out. You do help them. I know that yeah. you do. Yeah. 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 You, you have to have emotional intelligence, right? You have to listen to understand to really, you know, <clears throat> help out somebody, right. To really connect with somebody. I mean, there are times where I've told clients like, listen, I'm not going to list your home at this price. It just, it just doesn't make sense for me. I'm not, I'm not the right person for you. Right. But uh, yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we had fun. Uh, yes. Anybody know how to want to get a hold of Maria? Um, I can definitely connect you with her and uh, have a good day. You too. Thank you. Have an Thank awesome you. day too. Thank you very much. Okay.